This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What up, guys? It's Dr. Vic, and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you guys here and tuning in. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you don't miss another episode. If you like it, please share a review. It gets us out there and gets this message out there and helps many people who need to hear this. Today's episode is something that I call doing things backwards. Okay, And I want to share a story about this because this is something I stumbled upon And even though things went a certain way in my life for business and so forth, it's something now that I look back and it's, it's like, once you see something, you cannot see it anymore. Like you can't avoid it. You can't ignore it. It's it's there. It's blatantly right in front of you. And this is kind of what happened to me in my journey, uh, my business career in a sense. And I've shared this from time to time, bits and pieces, but it's one of those things I've talked about a lot when I say the grind and hustle doesn't work, the grind and hustle and the you know mentality and the sweat equity and the rat race and the do, 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 how we became human doers and we're not human beings and how that creates us to get stuck in patterns and we get overwhelmed, we get stuck in the sense that we can't think clearly, we can't imagine properly, we can't visualize what we want for our life and so many more things. Does that sound like you? I know it sounds like me. And when I talk about this, I went through this process and I want to share with you guys a little bit about this because I think it's critical, especially in today's era where it's all about do, 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 right? And and with my clients, I've been talking to them about AI technology and how to use it and what we can use it for and the methodologies behind it. And so many people are talking about AI tech now in so many different ways. But at the end of the day, this is just going to make more doing. Right. In the coaching world, I became a coach originally because I was tired of people telling others what to think rather than how to think. We were making people in the coaching realm. When you get when you go down a cookie cutter process, when you go down a, a thing that says, oh, just do my system and I'll get you to where you want to go to. That's great. I have nothing wrong with that. I've used those systems before. But here's the catch. There's always a catch. You lose yourself in the process. Because you don't realize that you're following, you're becoming a prototype to somebody else, especially if they give you scripts and you're talking just like them, you're talking like how they do things and all these different things. You become a prototype to them rather than what really matters most for you. And you don't care because you rather say, you know what, I'm going to, even though you're not consciously aware of this, and and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm only coming from this place because of what I've went through and all the clients that I've worked with and I've seen the same pattern. And that is... You, you, you give up your fulfillment. You give up what really lights you up. Really, I'm talking deep core stuff that really matters to you to have the money and success to say, yeah, look, I made it at XYZ. Look, I'm, I have a seven-figure business. Now, look, I'm like this and I'm like that, right? When you hear people talk like that, you're feeding the ego, right? They're feeding their own ego. Um, some say no, they're trying to share that this is what's possible. Okay, great. But what if that person is not doesn't really care about the seven figure? What if they just want to work less and be able to sustain a, a beautiful life? Right? A beautiful life is defined by who? You, the individual. 
It's a game changer, right? So it's a different way of looking at things. And so you become prototypes to these people. And this would happen to me. So let's get into the story a little bit. When I came out of school, man, I was gun home, running on fumes. I mean, I was just, I had so much energy, so much ambition, and so much fear, right? And the fear, some people say fear is a great motivator. Mm, yeah, fear is a great motivator. It'll make you do things. It will. Sometimes stupid things. Um, but at the same token, when you allow fear to be a motivator, the question is what happens when the fear is not there anymore? Or when you let fear be the motivator, from a neuroscience perspective, it's one of the worst things because you're reactive. You're, in, you're reactive. You're impulsive. You're doing things short-term survival rather long-term gains. You're going against the grain. You're going to make choices in the short-term that are going to sacrifice your long-term. And so when we, we look at this mentality, this is something that I constantly went through. I had a coach six months before I graduated chiropractic school. Talk about ambitious. I'm still paying interest on that, those payments. <laughs> I used student loan money, um, had a little extra, and I, you know, I was able to cut some corners, made some money here and there. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to use this to, to get a coach. I want to know how to do things right. I want to be able to be good at what I do. So that way, when I come out, I'm ready to rock and roll. And there comes a point, though, when you do this kind of grind and hustle, right? I came out and I was gun blazing. And there's sacrifices that come up, right? You hear all about this. You have to sacrifice in order to get to where you got to get to. When I say the, the grind mentality doesn't work, here's what happened to me. I was always anxious. I was always worried if things were going to work. If I didn't do something. If I didn't hit the mark of what I needed to do for that day, I felt like I was failing. If I didn't work 14, 16 hours in the office and on the business, then I failed. If I what like any shortcoming that I had, I was so strict and hard on myself that I was always like, man, if I'm not doing this, then I'm I'm I'm, not, I'm messing up. If I'm not doing this, then I don't really care that much. If I'm not, I'm not all in, then I'm not this. All the verbiage you hear in business, self-help, personal development, and motivational speaking, right? We have enough guys going out there yelling and screaming uh, when it comes to what they do. And, and, and somehow that message works for people to be yelled at. I think people are used to being yelled at. And that's why they like that. They subconsciously adhere more to that. But the thing is this, is that imagine every four to six months, not caring as much, not having that zest, feeling exhausted, being burnt out. Being in a business that you love so much, but yet you don't understand why the energy is not there. But you put your head down, you get through it, right? For me, it was just like, put my head down. I got to reconfigure things. What did I do during those times? I would listen to motivational videos all day to try to get through. It'd be like, it's part of the process, man. It's just part of the process. I got to keep grinding. I got to keep hustling, right? About six months later, back where I was, you know? And some weren't as bad as the others. So I want to say like, it was always doom and gloom. It was like, some were like, Maybe a couple of days, maybe a week worth, and I bounce back. Some were a couple of days. Um, some will last a couple of weeks. But it was variable on each time. But it's one of those things where you grind and hustle so much that, oh, success will eventually happen, right? Success will eventually be there. Just keep grinding, keep hustling, keep working, keep outworking your competition. Here's all the verbiage that they say. But the, the 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 real question that becomes for me was, I kept hitting walls. 
I was growing. I mean, don't get me wrong. In the five-year process of my business, I almost I almost just shy of 11x, right? So when you think about that, you're like, man, that's that's great, Doc. Look, man, you you were successful. So what are you complaining about? I wish I had 11x. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is that 11x came with a cost. My relationships weren't as great. Family relationships, personal relationships, friends, my health, as much as I ate clean. As much as I worked out, as much as I did meditation, as much as I did my breath work, my cryotherapy, as much as I did my journaling and my affirmations and my vision focus and my glow focusing on my vision boards and all the stuff that I do and teach. Yeah, that 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 wasn't supplying the energy that was burning up, you know, and it won't. And, and, and the thing is, is if you don't catch these patterns, which most people don't, and then they wonder how they get stuck in something is my body was letting me know from time to time. Sometimes my shoulder would hurt. Sometimes my lower back would hurt. Sometimes I get, you know, a sinus infection every 18 months. Um, and it's one of those things where that's a sign that your body's not adapting well to the environment. The environment's too stressful, right? Because your body's a representation of what your environment is when it comes to health. And so when you think about that for a second, I'll never forget it. It was 2017. I finally figured out the correct code about burnout. I finally broke that down. And yet, all of a sudden, my back goes out like it never did ever before. And you know what sucked about that? I had a speaking engagement that I, I committed to to teach high school students all about mindfulness. Seven weeks of it over the summer. I had incoming freshmen. I had AP junior and seniors. And I had a middle group that I was teaching. I had two sets of incoming freshmen. And I had an AP junior and senior group. And my back went out four to three days before, three to four days before. I couldn't even stand up. Imagine how that plays a role. But in that moment, I sat there and go, dang it, this is because of all the burnout I had for the last five years. My body has, I've worn it down so much that I'm not giving it what it needs to thrive. And don't ask me how I made it through that. Don't ask me how I presented. I even got good grade. I even got good satisfaction rate. I had 100% satisfaction rate from the AP students, juniors and seniors. I had a four point, uh, what was it, 4.2 or 4.3 or 4.4 out of five with the incoming freshmen, which the superintendent was like, that's an amazing score for incoming freshmen. And I was like, don't ask. I don't know. Um, I, I didn't even care. I was just like, man, I hit the marks. They liked it so much. They wanted me to come back next year. And I was like, man, I imagine how I'd be without the pain next year. But it's the things that will consume you because we don't care, right? Oh, it's part of the process. You had to go through that because you wanted to be successful. So this is what has to come with it. It's backwards thinking. want to take a quick break here and just share with you if you've been enjoying this episode please do me a huge favor and just share it with a friend a family member someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are if this is your first time listening to the episode please subscribe if you haven't done so already it allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It helps expand our reach and our mission out there and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show. 
We're doing things backwards. Humans do things backwards. The advice that you hear now in today's world, most of it is backwards. You know, from a health perspective, absolutely backwards. I, I can I can go on and on about that on a soapbox. But even from the mindset in the coaching world, look at now, you go on social media, there's so many people selling. There's so many coaches out there now, right? And 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 trying to who's real and who's not, who's lying, who is, who pays for followers, who's don't, who does this and who doesn't do that. You don't know what's real and what isn't. And I'm one to be fully honest with you guys. I've never uh, have not been transparent. I've never been lied in any way. I tell you guys straight up, this is what it is. Everything I share with my clients and I share on this podcast, I've gone through in some way, shape or form. I didn't learn it out of a book. I didn't follow it out of a course and just copied it or listen to a, an influencer who's bigger than me and for the bigger following, I mean, and then just take their ideas and just use it and say, yeah, this is what I went through too. No, not at all. I went through all these things. You know, that back issue I talk about, that lasted eight months. It wasn't fun. I've shared the story before. I used to crawl my hands up the wall when I got out of bed. That's how painful it was. And I had to wait until the muscle spasms would die down before um, B, I can start walking. And I'm in the office adjusting. And every like, I only can handle four to five visits. And then I got to go to the exam room. I close the door. Hopefully there's not someone in there, a new patient. And I lay on the floor for five minutes. And my wife knew this. So she would just go, okay. They started spacing out my, my schedule a little bit more, which made it a little harder to get it, get all the patients I had to see um, just to handle through all that. But you know, there's, there's a cost to these kind of things. And so we're doing things backwards. That's why most entrepreneurs are burned out. This is why most chiropractors that I, yeah, I, I the chiropractic profession is burned out. And I think the numbers are low at 60% for leadership and entrepreneurs, and it's 50 to 54% for chiropractors. And I really believe that this number is way higher, but nonetheless, why are we doing things backwards then? Well, what I understood through my process and my journey is there are two things that create a quantum leap in your life. These are the two things that made a quantum leap in my life. It would allow me to really maximize my life where I had 3X in sales and almost 6X profits in two years. It would allow me to take a 40% hit in my business per, on purpose to reconfigure my office and how it runs, how it operates, what direction we want to go. And then over just a little over a year later, we were back right where we were. Plus, I worked 50% less than what I was doing. Not only that, I never experienced burnout ever again since 2000, uh, end of 2016. Um, but at the same token, what also happened was is that we never had to worry about new patients. I never had to worry about anything, the ups and downs, ebbs and flows of the office. Everything always took care of itself. On top of that, this stuff also helped me when COVID hit. And I took a 40% hit financially in the first month of lockdowns in Chicago, which is one of the harshest in the United States. And on top of that, we broke a record three months later when we bounced back. No little hacks, nothing. We just focused on these two things. So what are they? You've heard me talk about it before, but now I put this in a formula. I talked a little about the formula before. I want to show you the power behind it. Mind, your mindset, and your vision. I mean, your, your vibe. Mindset is going to be things like your subconscious, your programs, your constructs, the matrix, how it conditions you. It's going to be your limiting beliefs. Okay, it's going to be where you focus your your where you're giving your focus to, what you focus on. Okay, and the the vibe side is going to be your thoughts, emotions. It's going to be your vision. This is going to set that tone for you of every single day. Where are you vibing at? Because in the quantum world, everything's energy. 
And so really what shows up in the physical realm is only based on the energy of how things are vibrating. So the vibration of things is what actually creates that physical element that we see in the world, like a cup, lead, gold, someone who's successful with money. Some people aren't all these different things who have the great relationships who don't. It's all energy imprint. That's all it is. And so when we change the energy, we change the life. And so it's, but what happens with mind and vibe is when you really focus on these two elements, they're the maximizers to your life. See, because they multiply against each other or with each other, you multiply them both and then you square it. So if you doubled, just, you know, you worked a little bit on mind, you worked a little bit on vision or vibe. Oh, I'm getting stuck on that vision thing. Uh, you guys know I'm big on vision. Um, vibe and mind, what ends up happening is if you just double that, you actually 4X your life because if it went to two, square that, that's four. If you went and doubled both of them, that's four. And now you'll have 16, which is a 4X your life. And that's not including the actions. You see, because the actions is what's going to make you, then, then you're in alignment with it. See, what most people do in business and in life is we focus on the actions and we don't really put too much energy in the vibe and mind. Why was I burned out so much? You know, here's the answer. I did the action right so beautifully, working long days, always staying focused on grinding and moving and momentum and doing all the things, building the systems, having the strategies, all that stuff, right? My mind wasn't in the gutter. It was not focused strictly on what I needed to grow and be where I needed to be. I was worried about a lot of different things, if I was going to make it, if how things were the next patient's going to come, how I'm going to keep the numbers up. My vibe, I wasn't as much as I did vibe work in the sense of like breath work and meditation and journaling and affirmations and cryotherapy and all the stuff that I practice, taking good, eating well, um, practicing fasting and all the stuff that I do for myself for self-care. My vibe was still not there because where was my thoughts and emotions going, right? I focused on fear. Am I going to make it? Am I going to break through? Look at my numbers. Where am I at? Am I making enough money? Am I able to make that impact? When's the breakthrough going to happen, right? I wasn't trusting in a lot of ways. So my vibe and mind wasn't the greatest. And that's why the actions didn't matter. This is how I was able to go do things the opposite way, flip the script, in other words. And I did 90% of my energy on mind and vibe and only 10% on action. And I got better results than you can ever imagine. There's a process and there's a system behind these things, okay? There's a way to do them and also understand what works for you. See, my concern about AI tech in this world today is that people, you can find anything now. Because AI is, I mean, ChatGPT is phenomenal. It, it does a lot of things. I use it for a ton of research. I've been using it since the end of November. Um, I heard about it in the beginning of November and I was like, when it first came out, and I was like, nah, you know, the newest thing, catching the waves. And I was like, all right, we'll see. And then I was like, you know what? Let me let me see what this does. And and I I knew it was a research tool, so I was like, let me play around with this. I've been using it since for research. But there comes a point where you know what people are going to be doing is they're going to think, well, I can just go to ChatGPT and get the information, and I'll be good. How do you know what works for you? There's the humanness that a computer can never do. We know this. We've seen it in the movies. A computer can never have that humanness. It won't be able to tap into that. Understand that. That I think unless there's chips in our brains that can pick up on frequencies in the in the different um, you know uh, brain waves and frequencies and, and impulses that are coming from the brain to pick on the neuropeptides that are created, which are emotional responses and all that neuroscience stuff. If we don't have that, there's no way a machine can know in some way, shape, or form where are we at. It can pick up on body language. It can teach it. It can get coded that way. It can learn on tone where you can do that. But then again, you as a human can mess with that.
right? I could change my tone and be like, what the heck are you talking about, man? Right? And it'll be like, Victor, I noticed that you have anger or tension in your voice. You docilated it to X, Y, Z, right? Um, whatever it is, you know, but the thing is you're going to lose that human touch. You need that stuff. And for me, I always say AI is just Google on steroids, right? And Google's going to outbeat Chat GPT, the money they're investing in. But that's a whole other story. It's not about this topic. But what I'm trying to make is that understanding what works for you, what you need, that's going to be the big thing. And how to then break through those things, especially in the mind side with limiting beliefs, subconscious mind. Um, there's a whole plethora of stuff that it holds us back, holds us back often. And the key factor is, is, is becoming aware of that because that's what helped me level up my life. When I, I always share this story, when I 3X my sales and almost 6X my profits in two years, which is great growth. Um, I didn't do nothing different in the office. All I did was is change my limiting beliefs on money. And what inspired me to do that and what got me to that point is three years of frustration while I was making more money, but my bank account didn't reflect it. It was the most frustrating thing because and here's the thing. When I was when I was coming out of chiropractic school, when I thought about making a certain amount of money per month, not my goal, but just where I, that would be, I was like, man, I could pay off all my bills. I'll have like eight to 10,000 left over. I could pay taxes and I'll have excess money to invest. Holy cow, what I can do with that? Man, in three, five years, I'll have some rental properties. I'll have this and this and this and this and this. Well, yeah, three years later, I get there and I'm going, uh, bank account's not there. What's going on? And I remember hearing someone saying, you know, if you don't change your mind on things that you're, you can make more money, but you won't grow because of limiting beliefs. And I was like, oh yeah, the power of limiting beliefs. I totally forgot about that. I learned this years ago. So I started attached, working on them. And when I cleared those out, right, mind and vibe, just remember mind and vibe is the biggest component. These are the two things that create quantum leaps in your life. I literally worked on the mind, worked on that limiting belief. And we quantum leaped 3x sales. Love that. After three years, having a 3x sales in two years, couldn't beat it. 89% growth in the first year, 49% growth in the second year. And it was one of those things where we look back and we didn't do nothing different. We didn't do anything different. Actions did not change. I had to show up at the office anyhow. I was doing the same stuff I was doing. Nothing changed except mind and vibe. That's the thing I want to share with you guys today. So start working on that. And if you need help with that, if you're in business or you want to start up a business, um, I even help with people in careers, but mainly it's, it's business owners I work with. But if you're in a career, I can help in this way too. If you want to know how to master this and know how to create quantum leaps in your life, reach out. There's a little form you can fill out at the bottom of the show notes called callwithdrvic.com. It takes you to a survey. You go ahead and fill that out. And then based on what you chose, because I work with a few different groups of business owners, chiropractors. Um, a whole variety of coaches, or if you're a business owner, like a real estate agent, insurance agent, um, those are kind of the most common ones. Um, but if you're just a business owner, I've worked with 22 different professions in four different countries. So you can go ahead and fill that out. We can see if we're a good fit and I can see if I can help you. And if I can, and we're a good fit, I could share more in depth of what the coaching program is and how that can help you. So if that's something that you're ready to do, go ahead. If you're not ready, like, I don't know if I want to jump fully into coaching, there's courses that I have. 
You can look at the show notes there. You can check out my courses. I have some mini courses, quick, easy, simple courses on mindset. I have some on mindset. Money Mindset Essentials is one of my money courses. Um, I also have one on how to manifest anything you desire in six steps. So it's it's simple courses to help you really elevate. And they're all about mind. If you notice, I said I said about mindset, right? I talked about vibe because that's where the, the money, um, the manifestation courses. And then I also have one on the money side, which you can go ahead and utilize. And it teaches you um, how and why maybe you're not getting attracting the money you want. What are the things that hold you back? And what can you do to create that process from an energy and mindset perspective? So if, if coaching is not up your alley, we have that. If courses are not up your alley right now, then we have the books. Decoding Your Matrix, Walk in the Dark, and Rediscover Your Greatness are phenomenal books, resources to help you elevate your life in every way, shape, and form. And what do they go over? Mind and mind and uh, vibe concepts. So check those things out. I want to appreciate you for tuning in. Um, I look forward to connecting with you all next week. But until then, make it a great week. Make it a great weekend. And I'll talk to you then. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.